nonsense, and nostalgia with BMO the Prince. Some mom brought her daughter over to me at a restaurant. She was like, I don't know who you are, but my daughter said you're the millennial guy. And Lauren Ray. A cool mom. What is that? Not me. I just record audio in the closet and I never shower. Sponsored by Coast. Coast is the next level wellness shot built for modern life created by a cancer researcher. Welcome to Nonsense and Nostalgia, where the millennial prince and the badass chick talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of the 90s. Bimo, once again, is not here. He is in Mexico, and I have my lovely friend Tom Kelly here from the Tom Kelly Show podcast. Hello. Hello. Good to have you. And by the way, folks, uh, not only am I Tom Kelly of the Tom Kelly Show, but for long as I'm here, you're going to call me the Gen X grandpa. Gen X grandpa. You do look like a grandma, though, because you have AirPods, but those yes. fancy ones, and you look like you have, you know. The AirPod. Wait, you're telling me AirPod earrings. Pro look like grandma's pearl earrings? Well, like when you tell me that you're, you look like you're wearing earrings. And I'm Dom <laughs> Kelly. Yeah, but anyway. You're the, 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 so. the beautiful boomer. <laughs> so Tom Kelly, a little older. He's, uh, we always talk about generations, 10 years older than us. So you're not a millennial. You are technically... I'm Gen. technically Gen X. I lie and pretend I'm Gen Y sometimes, okay. but I, I secretly think I grew up in a better generation than you. Can oh, I give I you my you, one minute on that? Yeah, please. I, I would probably imagine you did. Because I right now, I'm, I think I, I captured in my lifetime all the best of technology and that I can enjoy it. Yes. Uh, my grandparents used to poop outside. My Irish grandparents... Did not have electricity in their homes growing up. Uh, me, I grew up with a black and white TV set and a rotary phone, not because we were poor, not because uh, I'm that old, but because dad was too cheap to go for the color set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did not get a VCR until 1986. And kids mocked me when I was on Long Island that we didn't have one. Yeah. And then we did not get cable television until 1995 what? because my mother thought um, that's why uh, me and my brother were out at parties all the time because we didn't have cable. Interesting. Yeah. And but I agree with you, though. There's something to be said about being of a generation that remembers not having technology, because in, in some ways I, I yeah. am the same. Um and yeah, like we didn't have a computer for a really long time. Like it's, but I, but I appreciate it. Well, I think it's important for for you, crazy little Gen Zers or whatever they call you, your uh, baby Me? millennials. No, what oh, do you call the ones? What do you call the little kids now with the fancy phones and the TikToks? Oh, Gen Z. Yeah. Okay, Gen Zs and Generation Double A's, whatever we're up to. <laughs> They're not listening here. But I have a color TV in my pocket. Yes, you at do. all times, <laughs> and everything is on. Anything yeah. you want is on I and I still get bored. So I live in a better generation. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. So you were co-hosting the, the show with me uh, last episode. And it's very, very funny because I actually have like a whole list of things that we wanted to get to. And we ended up not getting to half of them, which I'm totally kind of love. And the other joy of our friendship is and we did a mini podcast in between of just us shooting the breeze. <laughs> yes, we did. So what's really funny is that for I, I pitched that you and I do an ask me anything segment and you answered my question that I had prepared for this segment. What so was my, it? My question was, at any time during our friendship, did you want to date me? <laughs> and you said oh, you had yeah. thought about it. <laughs> I uh, like for for those of you. 
yeah, I, I actually thought about asking you out, except that, uh, or actually, I don't even think I thought about asking you out. That's the wrong word. But I did think you would be a cool girl to date because oh, you got to realize nice compliment. Yes. Um, and I probably was a, would have been afraid of asking you out because I knew you from a work environment and I didn't yes. want to screw up the work environment. Yeah. Um, but I did. And especially your on air persona. For those of you who listened to uh, Lauren in the, the 90s and the 80s when she was on Elvis Duran, um, she would always like be smart and talk about her allergies and her headshots were pretty darn good looking. And also that was back in a day when you only had one good looking picture on the it's internet. So the rest true. was up to your imagination. So she had one hot headshot and uh, used Nasonex. And yeah, that's, that was my standards. Yeah. Thank you. That's hilarious. And, and honestly, the only reason that I, I have about three people that I want to ask that question to. And the reason why is kind of the same for all three of you gentlemen is that after I broke up with my boyfriend who I dated right before I started dating my husband, I feel like you and I hadn't really been chatting that much. And then as soon as I broke up with Manny, like you started to send me like DMs on Facebook just to chat, like nothing creepy, nothing weird at all. But it was like you were suddenly like more back into my life. And I was like, oh, and there were a few people that I went on, quote unquote, non dates with my husband included, which is hilarious um, that I want to ask. Were they in, real uh, dates. By then you were up by then you were up in Massachusetts, though, right? No, it was like right before I moved to Massachusetts. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I like with you with you. I never would have had the balls to ask you out oh. for real okay. uh, just because I'd be afraid of younger me, especially would have been afraid of screwing up the work relationship. Yeah. And I respect um, that a lot. Um, but don't discount me also being a vulture. I am a vulture on Facebook. I am very nostalgic for is this. Oh, can I, can I lead with my point of nostalgia Please. point of nostalgia, America? <laughs> I am nostalgic for some people are nostalgic for MySpace. I am nostalgic for 2010 Facebook. Everybody was happy. 2010? People showed oh. pictures of their cats. People showed pictures of their sandwiches. And <laughs> uh, and yeah. I, I miss the relationship status button because then when somebody had a heartbreak, everybody knew. And it's you're right. And I was a vulture. And I am. I am a vulture. In fact, I just got a, <laughs> um, a girl who I actually... I don't want to say I flew to Florida to go on a date with, but I definitely looked her up while she was, she's from Connecticut. I'm from New York and she was down in Florida. And I'm like, you know what? I have friends in that town. Now's a good time to see them. <laughs> right. And you know, after six months of me and honestly, she's everything I want in a woman physically and okay. not, but would not be, I'm not the right guy for her and vice versa. She doesn't talk about her allergies and how smart she is. I no, I, she <laughs> thinks COVID-19 can be cured with magic crystals and moonlight. Oh, but, okay. And honestly, she's hot enough that I'm willing to pretend I agree. Oh, no, Tom. Okay. Yeah. Can we switch to topics? We, can, and, we uh, can switch topics. So real quick, before we do that, I just want to thank our sponsor coast real quick. It is the uh, only wellness shot on the market to include an NAD plus precursor, which is a crucial component is keeping your cells healthy and functioning the way they should. Basically NAD plus exists in every cell in your body. It gets depleted as we age. Also, when you're drinking. Uh, so Coast helps to boost those NAD plus levels. There's no sugar, never includes any artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. And it was developed, as you know, by a cancer researcher, which is why BMO and I trust it. You can use code nonsense for 20% off at coastdrink.com. 
All right. So I was wondering, do you want to analyze uh, one of my dreams? I, I live for that. <laughs> Your face. Okay. I thought so. Yeah. Okay. Why didn't you lead with this? I, well, I, I can, if you want, I can change it. I can lead with this. No, we'll so, be fine. Okay. Um, there's an ex that I have from college that keeps popping up in my dreams. This never happened until I started taking medication for my depression and anxiety. Um, and sometimes in my dream, I'm annoyed with him. And sometimes I'm angry with him, but usually I'm, I'm just upset with him. Okay. And so you can ask me any questions you want. Um, and we can analyze the dream together because I was embarrassed to tell my husband because I didn't want him to think like I'm dreaming about another person, but I told him this weekend and it was like the great, I'm so glad I did. It was awesome. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, with my dreams, I dream of places. Okay. I have recurring people who pop up. Um, and sometimes I think they represent parts of yourself that are trying to get out. First of all, college age boyfriend, you're, you're first, you're going through your midlife crisis, if yeah. not early menopause. We don't know. Um, yeah. I, I miss having no responsibilities for sure. Okay. Yeah. One, two. Um, I think you missed a spirit. Uh, I, I think everybody who listens to a podcast named Nonsense and Nostalgia is yearning for something from the past. Okay. That or a feeling, feeling of so being. I, I definitely agree with you because it's always that feeling of like, um, will this turn into something? Will he love me back or will he not? Like there's always that feeling that I experienced. I miss that feeling of possibility and being chosen. And that something amazing is ahead. Yes. You knew that guy when you had those feelings. Correct. You're very, very right about that. And I now, have the exact same feelings for my husband, like in a, a much more intense way, obviously. Can we get the awkward questions out of the way? Sure. Okay. Are any of these dreams sexual? No, but they do because we would make out a lot in college. That was really it. That's honestly all we did. So it it would involve like a like more of an embrace, not like anything sexual. Does that make sense? Okay. Now, yes. how did you feel in these embraces? In my dream? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I think. Well, no. Okay. I generally speaking, I was put off. It was like. Like, I'm upset with you because I have feelings for you and you treat me like garbage. Like, I, I'm always upset in some way. Okay. Well, are you young or old in these dreams? Are you Lauren of 2022 oh. oh, or are no. you Lauren of college? No, no, no. I'm not married. It's Lauren of college. Like, I'm not married. I don't have a kid. It's not. I mean, maybe it's like young, younger Lauren, but not like. Mrs. Bosso Lauren. Does that make sense? I think you and I shooting the breeze. I, I find from my dreams, yeah. either it's about a feeling that I can't express today. Mm -hmm. And then you have symbols. So like I dream about that state park I used to work at, which I'm not going to go into detail because I don't want to drag the podcast out. But yeah, I used to work yeah, at a theme park down in Florida. Yeah. And for me, it's kind of like you ever dream. And I'll even have these dreams about my high school building where I'll know I'm in high school or I'm, I'll know when I'm, I'm at Wikiwachi State Park, but everything's different. Yes. Yes. But I know I'm there. Correct. So you have to get into, are you nostalgic for something from that time? 
Is it or is it just a medicine making you crazy, which is what everyone else will say? Well, okay. so here's truly what I think. I desperately, which is like so lame. I feel like I'm owed an apology. And I really think that in each one of these dreams that I have, it's me trying to say, like, you mother effer, like, just own up to it and apologize to me. I just I feel like I need to like my brain needs to just close that chapter and be like, yes, that person broke your heart into a million pieces and it would make you feel better if they acknowledge that. And I'm going through that on three work fronts for sure. Yeah. And frankly, there have even been times where I've gotten apologies and I still don't feel better. The difference between you and me when we dream about exes is you have a happy ending, a beautiful happy ending right now. Thank you. Now, uh, that's not necessarily enough. Like you have the happy ending of the show and this is why we went through these rocky times and look at me, we got Matt who's well hung and so much better than this college boyfriend. <laughs> Right. Um, and beautiful baby Sophie. Now, yeah. uh, that said, you know, depression is hurt that you can't express turned inward word. And I don't know how many pills can make you feel better. Like I'm going through this big thing of I have three stories I would love to tell on my podcast about hostile work situations or mm. work situations where I got screwed. You know, mm -hmm. them. you know, you know, a couple of them yeah. and I'm not going to get the apologies I deserve. And I the know. hard part is, and this is where you may go back to dreaming about someone young is the young person in you. How would your life have been different if you got that apology back then? Like my shrink and I were just talking about me is when you talk about my we were just talking about my unrealistic expectations yeah. with women. How different would I be as a person for better and worse if uh, I was told I was loved in fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, weren't made to feel like a total outcast right. and bullied or and frankly, if I showed you some of the girls that shot me down in high school, you go, wow, really, Tom, how bad were you? You know, you would. Uh, and that said, that affected my self-conscious, sure, my uh, sure. confidence. And then you get to a point where I started dating or going for unrealistic women just for the sake of why not? If you're going to get shot down, get yeah. shot down big. Now I've adjusted and I've, I've adjusted over the years, but my point is what if these people started apologizing? Would that make me feel better? Would that suddenly make seventh grade Tom Kelly feel better about himself? Yeah, that's a good question. And really for you, know. if what would happen if this guy called you up and said, God, Warren, I feel I was not the best of people with you. Would you accept it? And would that make the pain go away? I, I, I genuinely, I don't know. You know what I really, I, he, you know why it really messed me up is that he told me, <laughs> this is nice. Don't ever say this to someone who you know loves you. He was like, don't read too much into this, but I love you. And I was like, what the, who? says that like that like what is so wrong oh i think that's you? a i like the way he said that why because it's 20 years later and you're still reading too much into it i know no but it was like i i think i just wish like i wish he never would have said that like that's such a messed up thing to say like to someone who you know has been in love with you for like three three and a half years okay we, we all give meaning to things and now you're giving meaning to what was the line again? Don't read too Don't much. Don't read this. too much into this, but I love you. 
what meaning do you give that phrase? The meaning to me was, I love you too, but I'm not in any, I have zero desire or zero ability to like actually be a good significant other for you. So I'm not going to do it. I don't, I don't love you enough to try. That's, I think that was the. the I think you need to edit that in your head because one, you already have something better. You just do. Dude, I'm very aware of that. But you know what I'm saying? But put that on the side for a second. But two, I think it can mean, even if you don't know what it really meant, you have to change what it means to you. And I argue, and you have to come up with one for yourself. If someone said, don't read too much into this, but I love you. It could also mean I do not have the capacity to verbalize or talk too much about this, but I care about you. I think that's exactly what it was. But it and I think like that's what it was. Me. And I think because you were a annoying college girl uh, who just got off the mathletes and discovered she had a vagina. Um, um, excuse me. That is not he was not right. too far from the truth, right? Not too well, far. Well, now that I think about it. Okay. Go ahead. No, but for you, I your never feelings are all over the place. But yeah. you get, you know what I mean? You know what I, I mean? I know Fine. what you mean. Female hormones, female emotions. I get you're it. Just a, and, and listen, for everybody getting ready to send the hate tweets. <laughs> no, don't. Please um, don't do that to Tom. No, um, but, uh, you know, that you were a real human being who yeah. might be more sensitive than he is. Yeah, definitely. No, he wasn't you know? able to give what I was hoping to. And I just, I just, I get so mad that he said that because I feel like it just messed me up. But then to be fair, like two weeks later, I was like, you're a douche. I'm out. Like, it was like so perfectly clear that I was like, I'm never getting what I I want. So I have to leave for real. When you dream of exes, you're not really always dreaming of the exes, but how you felt when you were around the exes. And he doesn't just represent himself. He may represent your father, other male things. Uh, he may represent, uh, you know, uh, every every guy. He also may represent every guy who ever wronged you and how they hurt younger Lauren. Yeah, no, you know, it's just weird. I, I never cared about it until I, I got on this medication. And I think it's just like allowing my brain to do things that maybe it hasn't done before. I don't know. Listen, I know nothing about pills. Yeah. And so uh, and folks, you are getting your medical advice right now from a radio personality and a comedian in his childhood bedroom at his mom's house right now. <laughs> yeah. And and to which I say, listen, this uh, we do we curse on this one? No, not we try usually, not but we can. Okay, okay. But there's stuff you got to process. And can and- I tell you, I was so afraid to tell my husband because I just I didn't want to put him in an uncomfortable position like I. I know where I stand in, in our relationship and I know where he stands. And so I told him and he was like, oh, I totally get it. And I was like, really? And so he like started talking to me about his ex and he was like, yeah, he's like, I would love to like ask her a question about blah, blah, blah. He's like, but I don't need it to move on with my life, but it, it's definitely something I've always been curious about. And I was like, oh, it was so nice. To so, talk to him. so I'm going to tell you one. Yeah stereotypically in cisgender times in the 1990s and 2000s, the stereotype was that all women needed to have the I'm okay now chat with all their exes. And I had one with a girl who I felt I half broke up with and she half broke up with me. Uh, It was before I started at The View, before I was even doing real stand up full time, Mm -hmm. before I was even at iHeart. I was dating a girl down at the same place I go to in Florida. And eventually I realized she was, uh, I was like 26 and she was 24 and she just, I, her being a mom 
was her first best destiny. Okay. Now she was also two timing me. And the the other guy who was down there was ready to be a dad. And me, when you get into part of why I may not date with why I don't go crazy about dating is I was not, I might've been ready to be a boyfriend. I was not ready to be a husband. And I sure as F wasn't ready to be a dad. Fair enough. Yeah. All of that said, she was half two timing me and I was half saying, hey, I have to live in New York and make a living right now. Yeah. And between those two mixed things, um, eventually she flies up to New York for a wedding that summer and and is insistent that I drive her to wherever she has to go. She needs a ride from the airport and wants to have lunch. And I knew it wasn't a booty call per se. Um, but she had feelings she wanted to express, um, some of which involved Tom, you are an a-hole. And I know the conversation ended with, um, uh, oh, I know how the conversation ended with, uh, and, and I win this conversation. That's why I can remember the story, (laughs) but the conversation ended with the expression, good luck with your comedian life. Oh, Nice. And it was kind of her F you, but she also gave me the guess what? I didn't need you. I didn't need the emotions you brought out of me. I found it in another guy. And then the next sentence was, and uh, and Bob is going to marry me as soon as he finalizes his divorce. And I just started (laughs) cackling. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did this. I did the slow laugh. I did. (laughs) Now, to both of their credit, they are still married six or seven. I think they might be between four and six kids. They're happy. God bless. And he is still jealous of me, which provides me enormous satisfaction (laughs) uh, that uh, she in a weird one. I ran into her parents. She had called me and met me in New York and she wanted free TV show tickets. And then I happened to bump into her parents. And I guess her parents said, I just saw Tom Kelly in front of him. And now I'm blocked on everything. So it's nice to know there's a man out there somewhere (laughs) who will have his wife block me and be that insecure around me when quite frankly, and I say this out loud and in public, Mr. Bob Jones, whatever the hell your name is, Uh the better man won and he was the better man for her at the time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But that said, despite the fact that she got the better man and the better zip code with a better job, who could provide the life she wanted. She still needed to burn off steam with whatever I did wrong at that time. Yeah. So you need to find a way to, whether it be in therapy, whether it be with me, whether it be with my brother's cabbage patch doll sitting in my childhood bedroom behind me, (laughs) you need to find a way to express that. Yeah. And, and, and just from being in therapy, expressing it once doesn't make it go away. It's true. And you know what? I I don't want to bother him with it. Honestly, most importantly, like he's engaged. I don't, I don't want her to be in a position where like, that's uncomfortable. Like that's not fair to her to, to put them in that position. That's weird. And again, since you are putting in an hour into editing this podcast and it's still going, (laughs) um, you have to think about did what did he do anything really that bad or no, was he that young? No, he was that and young. That, and that uncareful with your heart. That's that's um, all that it was. I just want. I, I, yeah, I just want the acknowledgement. It happened. It went on for so long, Tom. Yeah. If it means anything to you as a 20 something year old man who is probably not the perfect guy for a couple of great women. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, that is so nice. And I'm sure he's sorry, too. 
I hope so. I don't know. We talk every now and then. I wish. And or that. let's go the other way, because then bitter Tom Kelly comes out. Uh, <laughs> young women like douchebags. So or maybe you need yeah, to. I maybe. Did. Uh, actually, I did a great episode on my podcast with a professional dating coach, and her one was you have to fix your picker. And you fixed your picker. You yeah, got mad. I did. And frankly, uh, stop. You know, I don't know. Uh, the other I agree. one is. I agree. Um, I want you to hang out with Matt. I know last summer you were supposed to like come and hang out. And well, now that listen, stuff, COVID's so. been cured by war in the Ukraine. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're go. good. Well, that's ready to ready to go. And by the way, is everybody buying Coast? People are. Oh, for yeah, sure. Buy the coast. I'm, that's me slipping in one more plug for your sponsor. <laughs> Thank you. No, they have said that our podcast has given them the highest return on investment. It makes me very happy that our listeners are willing to give it a shot. There you go. Giving so go, 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 go buy some coast people and 20% learn. off coast. You know what I realized too? The nice thing about not hosting your podcast is now I'm going to sit back and let you close it out. Okay, sounds good. Thank you so much for listening. It has been two episodes that were very different than usual. And I appreciate you listening in on my therapy sessions with my friend, Tom Kelly. And um, BMO will be back in a couple days. So sit tight and rate us, follow us, review us, follow Tom Kelly, uh, Tom Kelly show. You can follow me, Lauren Ray. You know what's nice about my podcast? Only 20 minute episodes. <laughs> Screw you. So is this. <laughs> They're always 20 minutes. It's only when you're on that it goes that much longer and I have to edit. I put the I put the thought into cutting out my long rants. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We will see you in a couple days. BMO is back. Goodbye.